Hey. <laughs> you like from that? Pornhub. <laughs> I should get my you earphone. Like you like I like that. <laughs> Why don't you tell me you got some funk here, man? Yeah. <laughs> Hey, we're up here at the Shack in Rowley, Mass, one of the best places to go with special entertainment from Frank Cravello and a fellow saxophonist that we're going to be introducing very shortly. Hey, our panel of facts for this installment are Nurse Rick. This town needs an enema. Enema boy is at the shack, baby. Alright, then we got the Reverend Hobbit. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Well, folks, it's not a Friday night, it's Thursday night, and we got the podcast going here at our second home. The Tobacco Shack Rally Mass, we got a special guest there. Uh, we're going to have a good one for you tonight. Just sit back, get you a drink there, and relax. And we're going to have you a good time here. Okay, and we have a so semi-special guest. Addict to me. Addict to me. I was finally there. sit on my throne as the Prince of L.A. Hey, guys. Welcome back to the shack. Hey, thank you, and thank you for being here. Yeah. All right, and then we got the shop owner here. We got we fixer. Easy call. Hey guys, thanks for coming. I appreciate you being here. It's a special night, actually. So let's do it. Okay, back to Pruna. How's everyone doing tonight? I am feeling very relaxed. I had a great massage earlier today, so I'm a little quiet, which might be a good thing for most people. Um, but I'm really enjoying myself tonight. That's so, beautiful. Yeah. It was a nice rainy day. It was very relaxing. Got robbed by George. Okay. Yeah. Very good. <laughs> <laughs> no happy ending, so. Oh. <laughs> All right. And then there's uh, Mustang Mike. Mustang Sally. We're here at the shack. Good time for all. Okay, all right, Ricky, go ahead. Okay, so we're going to start off with special guest that one of the guys that we see all over the place. Uh, we kind of like him. His name is Bugsy. Going to the gym. Going to the gym. Hey, then go to the gym. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome, uh, everybody. I'm happy to be here. Um, I've got a very good friend of mine here. You'll meet him pretty soon. Uh, love the hacks and love the shack, so pretty happy tonight. Beautiful thing, man. Beautiful thing. Also, making his uh, first appearance, very, very special man. He actually is a fabulous, fabulous saxophone out there. He's the owner of Pure Soul Cigars, hailing all the way from uh, the Yankee State. Uh, <laughs> we have the Robert Wright. What you gonna do? What you gonna do when they come for you? Bad boys, bad boys. It's gonna vote for the Jets. You know how much we love them. J E T S. 
<laughs> How you doing? Uh, I'm having a good time here at the uh, Tobacco Sack, hanging out with the Cigar Hacks and friends and 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 uh, Frank, the guitar blues singer and uh, company. Uh, it's it's an awesome environment, authentic, good good people, and I'm just having a good time here. And thank you for having me. Oh, you're welcome. Absolutely. Thank you for being there. All right, this is your humble announcer, producer, Cigar Hector. What? I just don't know. Okay. <laughs> Our segments include Hidden Herb Blind Cigar Review, but that's not blind again this week because we're smoking a pure soul cigar. Okay, and then we have uh, current events in the cigar world. Where you got, Hob? Oh, we got 15 tonight. 15, okay. Then we get the local spotlight Sky Lounge Review. We're here at the Tobacco Shack having another event. Awesome. And then we got the controversy corner where we expose the ugly underbelly of possible truth along with the Hidden Herb Reveal and the Herb Reveal Find us all over the internet, usual places. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, our website, skyhacks.com. And Facebook. And Facebook. Okay, Robert, welcome. Thank you. So Robert was jamming with Frank earlier. It was pretty awesome. What Especially because he was improvising. What was that thing? Yeah, that was playing? cool. As an aerophone, it's a digital wind instrument. Uh-huh. It has the saxophone mouthpiece attached to it. It's a digital instrument, electronic instrument that can uh, access a variety of up to about 126 different sounds. sounds. And it's, wow, it's pretty cool. Very realistic and, and it's fun playing and it's light, it's compact, and it can offer different sounds. Uh, people were very surprised that it yeah, yeah it's beautiful pretty cool thank you and you guys are just jamming over you've never played with frank before I mean, no you but sounded you... like you guys have been playing forever <laughs> yeah. yeah all right so let's, that's what we do. let's yeah. get into the cigar since this is a cigar podcast yeah. so tonight we have uh, the king's treasure yes. i don't think we we've never smoked this on the show i don't think so no we've seen it yes this would be the last of all our cigars that you guys are smoking. Yeah, we've got them all. Yeah, this, this is it. So, a little active lounge here. Very active. Okay. It has a real nice smell to it. Yeah. The the band on it is beautiful. I like Thank the you. art of it. It's really pretty. Yep. So, it smells good. Nice and light. Yeah, this is some relatively mild cigar. Medium, I mean, it's deceptive. A lot of folks generally uh, expect a very mild-flavored taste profile coming from a Connecticut Sage cigar. Uh, This has a little kick to it. It's not uh, surprisingly complex and got a little more spice than your uh, USA Connecticut. It's an Ecuadorian Connecticut, which uh, offers a little more... uh, uh, complexity got a little spice to it, and uh, you know I like complexity in the blend. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. And this was a contender for the uh, cigar of the year on the Cigar Authority a couple of years back, wasn't it? Uh, it was one of the finalists. I'm not sure. I think it was two, three years ago. One or up. Or yeah, I think it was three or four years yeah, ago. Yeah. Uh-huh. All right, let's light these bones. That would have been when it first came out, because that's right. the rule for that. You yeah. have to be new cigars released that year. Yeah, that was on the uh, Cigar Authority show. You, you'll notice on the footband, it'll say Selection Number 7, which is the seventh. This was the seventh blend of the cigars Robert uh, created that he ended up using. Oh, that's seven. a nice oh, okay. taste to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is a decent cigar. Well, you know, made it to the contenders there. Can right. You'd be, be all bad, right? Well, actually, the 60 by 6. I, I have uh, a Lonsdale, which is a 44 by 6, a Robusto 50 by 5, Super Toro 54 by 6, Ooh. 
uh, Churchill 50 by 7 and the 60 by 6. The 60 by 6 was the size that we uh, did the tasting on the show. Sure. And it was part of that... Uh, cigar Authority? Yeah. yeah. And by the way, the Cigar Authority, when they smoked it, they compared it to a Diamond Crown, which to me is yeah, you know, the top of top. the line, yeah. you know, at a third of the price. So uh, I thought that was pretty cool. I can see that. It has some good crown. spice on it. Yeah, it's got some good spice. I'm liking it. So have you smoked this before, Pat? No, no. I mean, it's very good. And um, I just opened my beer, my podcast, Juice of the Day. And I'm sure a lot of people in the beer community have heard this beer. My dad just picked it up the other day. It's called a Heady Topper. Yeah. And this is one of, like, the biggest breweries in, like, New England. It's out of Vermont. And it's a IPA, New England IPA, but it's a very good beer. And so I saved it for tonight. Eight percent. So uh, so it's it's going to be a good beer and a good combo right here. Yeah. What do you think on the cigar right out the gate there? You say, Mike? Smooth. It's got a nice smooth taste. It's a nice taste to it. What I like to add, though, the variety of sizes offer a slightly different right taste profile. Yes. I find that the, the, the Lonsdale has um, the spiciest peppery beginning than some of the uh, other sizes. Yeah. The 50 Ringays, the 54 and the 60, uh, the, the beginning is not as spicy and, and, and peppery. But it mellows out, it changes somewhat, and, and you start to get nuances of some of the other tobacco that uh, that I use to blend the uh, the cigar. So what size is this? This is a Lonsdale 44 by 6, I think. Yeah, 44 by 6. Excellent. Just a little bigger than a Lance. Right. So uh, speaking of podcast juice, we've got the bullet bourbon tonight. We do. We were going to get a bottle of scotch, but they didn't have my brand, so uh, we switched over to Bullet Bourbon, which is just as good because I'm starting to prime for Oktoberfest. (laughs) Getting ready for Pocono Palooza. I need to get my chops up on that uh, bourbon. Like uh, three weeks, right? Yeah. We have regular podcast juice in the back if anybody wants it. Yep. All right. So I want you to do the troops there. All right. So big shout out to our troops fighting the good fight here in this country and abroad. We honor you. We respect you. Addict to me. Thank you for serving. We we know you're the head of the Girl Scouts. It's okay. <laughs> but no, we... Uh, Somebody's got to represent them. That's right. That's right. But, uh, you know, just a uh, shout out to our police, our firemen, all our firefighters out there, our first responders, the nurses, the doctors working the front line, as well as all the EMT and paramedics. So thank you, everybody. Thank you for keeping this country free, even though I don't know which way the country is going these days. But thank you very much. Thank you. Oh, we got a mailbag. Mail Who wrote bag, in? Mailbag. So we've got a write-in from a new guy. Oh. This is Timothy in Virginia. Hi, wow, Timothy Virginia. in Virginia. Mm-hmm. Virginia's for lovers, you know. <laughs> yep. So he writes in. I don't know how to take that these days. <laughs> well, you don't know. I just started listening to you guys when I work, and I really enjoy it. I've been smoking cigars off and on for all my adult life, but just got into it hard these last few years. I live in southwest Virginia, and I'm hoping once again to have the last bit of light put back together and start building it up. I can start a cigar club in my area. There's not much in the way of cigars around here. The nearest cigar shop is in Bristol, and that's about 45 minutes from me. My go-to cigar is Don Nobody. Don Nobody. Don Nobody. I wonder if that's the Don Bongino. It might be. That we smoke. I got my fiance to quit cigarettes and got her hooked on cigars, but she liked the acids the most. Oh, not a surprise. Should should try a fat bottom Betty there, yeah. Tim. Yeah, ever, yeah, get her a fat bottom Betty. I, on the other hand, enjoy almost any cigar. The stronger, the better. 
I would love you all to hear my story one day so that everyone that's having a hard time know that it does indeed get better. Once I have everything straight, I want to get the three businesses going soon, and hopefully after that, I can start helping people. Keep up the good work on the show. Have a great and blessed month. Hey, thank you, Tim. Nice, Tim. Tim. All right, Tim. Good luck with everything, Tim. Yeah. So we'll have to get him to uh, join us for one of the hack-a-paloozas. Oh, yeah. well, you think it's bad, Tim? Mike went in for a, a little kidney problem, ended up getting an adedictomy, got six inches added to his already eight inches. Now we call him Big Mike. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Not to be confused with the other Big Mike out there. That's right. <laughs> All right, then we have the hack schedule Friday. Next week, we're going to be Plasto Cigar with the... Uh, Oh, Maddie Show. Going home. Going to line somebody up there. That's going to be my yeah. first time there, too, so I'm I'm excited for that. So. Okay, good. We'll sit you right next to the cowboy. All right. <laughs> so we'll put the leprechaun king on the other side of you. <laughs> You're in for a treat. Uh, I, every week I'm in for a treat, so. So this is your fifth week? Fifth week, yeah. Do we, do we have a counter on this, too? Should I? No, I don't know. No, 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 no. After five, we'll stop picking on you. No, no, I, I like it. I'm just wondering. Every week it's a. It's what week is thing. this? No, I'm I'm feeling. Uh, it's your fourth episode. It's good. Fifth. Fifth. Process. Fifth. Fifth. We just said that. We just. So fourth yeah, with you, you weren't healing. Yeah, that's right. So fourth episode with me. Yeah. Okay, and then on Friday, October seventh, we're at the Saddle Up for the Lions Club fundraiser with the Moulin Labe, Steve Bartell. Yeah. And comedy Chris with the Lions Club. Yep. Hopefully that waitress is working that night again. That's right. I think she figured out we're coming. She took the night off. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> they got to face that guy. She's on vacation yep. that week. Yeah. And then we got Pocono Palooza Friday to Sunday, the 14th to the 16th of October. Down the limo all tuned? Uh, I don't know. We're taking the we're taking the Scaro 2, I think. It's the Navigator. We did that last year. We took the limo down there. But I think we got too many people to do the limo. So for, for Robert, just so you know, we have a stretch limousine that's a, a moving humidor. It has two bottles in it and a couple of humidors. No. Yeah, so it's a stretch. Can I curse? No. You can. Yeah, you go ahead. Yeah, I I have a bad habit of using the uh, word. No. No. (laughs) (laughs) So if I if I use it more often than not. I don't mean to be offensive. Actually, three of them. That's so. all right. I I'm offended if you don't swear, okay? I say <laughs> a lot, so I guess <laughs> oh my, Lord, my virgin is. Yeah. <laughs> Just more editing for me, you know? That's oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, it's not like we're live, you know? I get to, oh, I get okay. to edit. Oh, okay. And You're I can relax a, a little bit. Okay, yeah, cool. You want a delay. Hey, hey let's... Uh, yeah, before a two-day delay. Yeah. <laughs> Dave, before we do current events, let's talk yeah. to Robert for a little while. Yeah, that's fine. That's where we're at. Okay, it's a beautiful thing. So... Robert, uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about how you got into this business? Because if you Google you, you come up as this great saxophonist, and then it says Pierso. Really? Yeah, I did. And the saxophone came up first? Huh? It must be yeah, a different Robert. So, wow. No, so tell us about how you got into this. I found it very interesting where these cigars came from. Okay. So why don't you tell us about how you got into it? Well, let me see. Uh, I started working in the tobacco industry in the early 80s. Okay. My first introduction into the tobacco industry was as a cigarette salesman in, like, 1983, I think. And that's after I came off the road from playing with uh, a particular group, and and there was little work in between. Okay. And I said, you know what? I got to get a real job. Okay. So... I'm not like a nine-to-five kind of guy. Okay. You know, I'm more of a tell me what I need to do for you, you right. know, the company. 
and I'll go out and do it. I want to be out in the field and right. talking and, and relating to people and whatnot. I was uh, lucky enough to get a job with American Tobacco Company. Yep. Give you the company car. You're out there. You're territory manager in cigarette sales. I did that for about two years. And then uh, U.S. Tobacco came in not too long after in the smokeless division. And I did that for about two and a half years. Nothing against U.S. Tobacco, uh, but I hated it because we had to sample snuff and, and right. Copenhagen right. in the inner cities in New York where they really wasn't a fan of That's right. Yeah. I then went and started working for Swisher. Okay. Officially then became a cigar salesman. Okay. Started with the uh, domestic line, you know, Optimal, Bearings, Swisher Sweets. And at that time, they also had Bearings. Bearings was like a premium right. cigar that they had at that time. And then they had a premium division, which I then became a part of. And I worked my way up to uh, becoming like a regional district manager, excuse me. And uh, I did that for about nine and a half years. Okay. And that's where I met uh, Nestor Placentia. He was working, right. supplying a lot of the uh, cigars at that time, before the cigar boom. He was right. huge. And that's how I got into the uh, premium cigar industry. I worked with Swisher for, I think it was nine years or so. Wow. And there's a company called Intercontinental Cigar Company that gave Swisher the distribution rights on their little cigarillos at that time. So I did very well with that distribution in New York because the Europeans at that time used to come to New York and vacation when it was more of a free smoking kind of environment. Right. And they would look for the little cigarillos. Sure. I did very well for that company. And the owner was very, uh, I don't know, I guess surprised that there is a possibility to grow cigarillos in the U.S. market because at that time it was only about big cigars. So, moving forward, Intercontinental decided to take back the distribution rights, I guess, after the contract was fulfilled, and they started their own company in the United States, which is Intercontinental Cigar Company. Right. Al Capone Suites. And right. So, I, I became the first salesperson for that company. Wow. They made me a real nice offer, and I worked with the Cigarillo line in conjunction with Nesta Placencia, right. who agreed to be a part of Intercontinental Cigar Company. And he was supplying a lot of the handmade cigars, primarily the cigars that, that he was making for a company out of Minnesota uh, called Indian Head Sales. The owner of that company was Bill Bach, who was the president of Intercontinental Cigar Company. So we took those right. premium cigars that he had, and we started uh, distributing that under the Intercontinental Cigar Company. That was towards the end of the cigar booth. And I stayed with them for about eight and a half years. And then I moved on to working with Christian Eroa, the uh, owner of the original Camacho Camacho Cigar Company. Um, And I was with him for about six years or so. And then I got promoted to VP of Sales uh, a little before he sold the company to Davidoff. Right. We became acquired by Davidoff. I made the transition and I became Davidoff sales manager for about two and a half years during the integration period. Right. They relocated the uh, main office, which was uh, out of Greenwich, Connecticut, to uh, St. Petersburg, Florida. And I was a part of that whole integration process for two and a half years or so. Christian had a non-compete, right, because he sold the company. Once that non-compete was pretty much fulfilled, he started his new company, right, CLE, CLA. Cigar Company. And because of Christian and, and my relationship, he would always you know, kind of suggest maybe you need to come back and let's do this again. Right. And uh, I said, well, I don't know, man. I'm, you know, I'm getting paid pretty good. I'm okay for now. Right. 
after a while, I, I thought about it, and he offered to help me to establish my own cigar company, my own cigar brand. He has all the necessary uh, components. Sure. He owns the farms. His family owns farms in Honduras, right. factories in Honduras. Uh, he had the sales force at that time we were building. Right. So I said, you know what? If I don't take this opportunity to go back and establish my own cigar line and my own company, I never will. Then I never. So I didn't want it. I should have could have on myself. Yep. So I decided to take that plunge with a major pay cut, by the way. But, uh, you know, I had enough faith. I took the plunge. So I left and I started working with Christian as a sales manager and also introducing my Pure Soul Cigar line okay. under Christian's distribution company and everything. So how, when was that? Uh, man, that was in 2013. Okay, 13, so almost nine years now? Yeah, yeah. But we, we, I, I worked with him under that uh, agreement for about two years. Then I went out on my own. Yeah. And I've been out on my own ever since. I am back helping him also in the New York, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Connecticut area, where primarily is where my distribution location is, yeah. by choice. I live in New York. So, obviously, uh, to minimize the overhead and expenses, it made sense for me to cover an area that I can drive to, you know, instead of flying all over the country. And when you completely own the company, you have to, you know, be realistic about what right. you can and cannot do, you know, in terms of, of expenses. Flying and renting cars and, and trying to develop a sales force was not something that I was prepared to do. Remember, I just plunged into it. And uh, I've been growing, growing the distribution in the Northeast ever since. And I met Bugsy, my first and only salesperson right now in New England, and myself. We've been doing pretty well. We we have about 273 points of distribution. Wow. You know, we're maintaining it and trying to grow it organically without, you know, all the bells and whistles, you yep. know. And that's pretty much where, you know, how I've begun and where I'm at right now. <laughs> and overnight success after 20 years. Uh, I don't know about that. <laughs> yeah, right, right. You know. now, now, so, it, so Pure Soul makes Honduran and Nicaraguan cigars, yes, right? Sir. Yes, sir. So is the cigar your first interest or is the saxophone your primary they're both okay my first passion and love is music right as a kid even before i picked up the saxophone i was drawn to to appreciate what music did for me as a kid i i felt it you know uh i liked it it affected my mood and uh i just fell in love with music you know i don't know many reed players that smoke cigars whole slew of brass players and drummers but there are not many reed players out there that smoke these, which is interesting. At least what I found. I know a lot of guys yeah. that smoke cigars that are reed players. You yeah, really? You think you know? You would think that it would hinder their right. power in, or their arbitrary. But you don't know, inhale the cigars. That's right. You right. know, a lot of musicians smoke cigars to decompress and, and, and to kind of mellow out. You know, in between sets, sometimes they smoke. The old times, you see them smoking on the bandstand and old blues right. type of uh, uh, clubs, and they smoke filled, and they're smoking cigarettes and playing on stage. That's right. Now that's a little crazy. I mean, <laughs> nowadays you don't see that. Yeah. But you know, after they put their instruments to rest. You know, the yep. cigars is a part of just the sure. uh, relaxation. Absolutely. And maybe a good cocktail. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm enjoying this. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. it's very... I've, I've had the King's Treasure before, but I don't think I've had the Lonsdale. This is, wow. This is so my mind. Yeah, this is way, yeah. way different. Size, very smooth. Yeah. The size does alter the taste. There are times where I prefer this size, mm-hmm. and then the other times I prefer the Churchill. Right. Or the uh, Gordo 60 by 6. It has a different beginning. 
they right. eventually give you the same flavor profile. But, you know, like this starts out the most peppery out, out of all the sides. Right. But then it disappears and, and it gets a little, you get the subtleties of the other tobacco that's used in the blend. But I like Ecuadorian Connecticut. It's right. just very spicy. Got a little hint of sweetness at times. Yes. Yeah, you know, it just evolves. It's not overwhelming yeah. either, too. No, it's but not. it's not like your uh, typical Connecticut cigar. It has a little little something to it. I'd love to see a uh, pure soul with a Brazilian Matafina wrapper. Okay. <laughs> that would be you know, an interesting that. that would be an interesting blend. I might try that, but I like it better with a broadleaf Connecticut yeah. Maduro. Oh yeah, broadleaf's excellent. Maduro. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's my next uh plan now that the FDA Oops, has kind of shelled that uh the, the predicated yep. two thousand and seven date where yep. you you know you can't introduce a new blend and all that. It was too complicated. It's being put on a shelf for now. Right. So that opens up the door for, you know, sure. continuing to bring in new uh, uh, blends. Yeah, sure. So that's my next venture. I plan on going back to the DR before the year's over and start working on finishing that blend. So I, I might try that uh, Brazilian. Uh, Brazilian Matafina. Yeah, I might try it. A little different. So have you been down to the Aroa Farm? Oh, many times. Yeah, we used to host trips for consumers and retailers. I'll ask you the same question I asked Andrea. Did you have to take care of the goats? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No. I don't go there for that. <laughs> because uh, what, uh, what's the father's name there? Uh, Julio. 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 Julio's got... Animals, you get goats and horses and stuff down there. Yeah, so it's yeah, cool. yeah, yeah, it's just, yeah. It's really nice. You know, the family owns a lot of property down yeah, there. Yeah. They have a ranch, horses. Right. On the trip, we would go down to the ranch and then ride the horses back to Camp Camacho, which is like a compound, right? With cabins and the main house. And it, it's, it's a great trip. We're going to start doing it again. Yeah, Christian nice. is planning on doing it again. Wow. It's a very nice experience. You know, you see the process of the crop, the shop. Yep. You know, a lot of us smoke cigars, but really don't understand how intense of a process it is, you know? I mean, it's over 200 hands labor to bring it to this point where we are enjoying and smoking a cigar. If you ever see all what goes into it, you have a higher respect for the cigars. Sure. You know? That's what I've learned from meeting a lot of cigar owners, and it's, it's definitely a different perspective. I haven't seen it firsthand, but I've heard it and it's similar I, I sell plants for a living i know growers and stuff to me it's remarkable what goes into it that it's only this much money and when like when people ask like why is that plant so expensive i'm like well it takes five ten years to grow and all there's a lot of labor that goes into it so seeing that correlation is really it's eye-opening and it labor is very labor intense yeah if that's the right term yeah a lot of people labor, man. I mean, the farmers, have you ever seen the, the amount of work that they put in the fields? It's, it's crazy. Because you have to manage the growth from losing it uh, due to too much sunlight, uh, infestation. You got to make sure that, you know, you don't lose your, your whole crop. Right. Too much rain. Right. Um, and then you constantly got to cap the top of the plant because if you don't, a flower will grow and it'll take all the nutrients into the flower. So it's called capping. They got to yeah. just maintain that. And uh, it, it's uh, it's deep, man. It's it's, it's tough. Wow. Yeah, I got I got to go to a tobacco farm to see it because for me, a uh, horticulturalist, you know, it's a 
definite. We have some right here in Massachusetts. We do. I am sure. Connecticut River Valley. That's well, I know Connecticut. Yeah, well, most of it's in is in uh, Massachusetts. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. It's right on the border there. Yeah. yeah. When I go see my grandfather in a couple of weeks, he lives in Connecticut. Maybe we'll go see one. Well, they call it Connecticut because it's the Connecticut River Valley. Right. Well, yeah, yeah. Right? He he but, lives right off of the Farmington River and mm-hmm. in that area, and actually across the street from him, there's some old tobacco houses there. Yeah. So that's why I love going down there. A lot of farmland and stuff. He smokes cigars too. Someday I would love to have him on the podcast, but we'll sure. see. So again, thank you very much, both of you. And yeah, this is a phenomenal. Yeah, cigar. so you are on a you are on a whirlwind tour this year, this week, uh, well, New Hampshire, huh? Yeah, it's been a, close to three years since my last visit. Yeah, uh, and Bugs, been like, come on, Rob, I need you to come out. Uh, uh, want, want, give me a date. I, I'll let you know. I'll let you. Know. <laughs> and finally, I said, okay, I'm coming this week. And so uh, you know, we worked. Several locations in New Hampshire, a couple in Massachusetts, yep. and uh, I, I hit a couple on the way up uh, from New York mm-hmm. in Connecticut and Rhode Island. Rhode Island, yeah, sure. Yeah. I have some, you know, good accounts. And Bugsy, is that your territory? What's your territory? Uh, mostly Massachusetts and New Hampshire. Yeah. Uh, trying to get a couple leads. I got a lead coming up in uh, Providence. Good. Trying to spread further a little bit. Okay. Excellent. Well, thank you, and thank you for coming up. And yeah. Oh, let me mention Pauly. Thank you, Pauly, for your support. It means a lot to me because uh, a lot of retailers don't make decisions without all the influences of branding. Right. You know, big, big companies. Uh, you know, it, it takes a certain kind of person to work with a small company that uh, he believes in, number one, and people that he likes. And if the product is good, it's just as good as another cigar that might have a certain branding image and a certain uh, place in the industry. And you go and give my company and my brand a shot, it means a lot to me. So, you know, we work together as a partner in business. So I, those are the accounts that I, I kind of work with. I'm not trying to grow my, my uh, distribution like you right. know, I have to have, you know, right. national distribution. If it happens organically, that's how it's going to happen. The shop, the shop was here before. None of us came. Paul took it over. We came. We introduced Paul to a whole slew of different vendors and so forth. Bugs was one of them. We were like, Bugsy, you got to check out this place. you got to go. You know, and it's great that it's kind of funny because every time we get a top cigar, lo and behold, it ends up at the shack, which is just, I mean, it's, it's a coincidence, huh? one of the premier shops here in, here in Massachusetts. We got a whole crew that comes up here, which is really nice. I understand the Danvers crew has been up here a lot. Minty and Rick and all them. And oh, yeah. we love it up oh, here. Yeah. And this will, this will be the football game place. Yeah. Good. Again, thank you. Oh, Johnny, you're welcome. Yes. Robert, I thank you for coming here tonight. Oh, my pleasure. My pleasure. Absolutely enjoy it. And you have my support. Thank so you. So whatever I can do, you know. We're the last folks to make money. So we're not doing this for the money. We're doing it. I mean, it, obviously, obviously it's a business. We're not in here to lose money. I don't make my decisions based on money only. You know, it's more of, a, of an artistic approach, like a musician. Well, you play music, sure. yeah. Right. <laughs> it's literally, yeah. Yep, you know, yeah. So that's the that's the connection between my philosophy with the cigars as well. That's why I, I kind of combine the two. They're very similar. You know, I believe if you're passionate about something that you're doing, then other people hopefully will feel that passion. Sure. That's why people like coming to this place, because they feel your passion, they like you. And it's authentic, man. I don't like being pretentious and 
Do you have a favorite cigar while you're playing saxophone, or do you? Do you it's like, what's my favorite kid? You know, I have three. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good, good yeah, answer. Man, good answer. Yeah. You know, I like them all. Yeah. All right, um, real important uh, question up here in New England. Who's your favorite football team? It <laughs> <laughs> better not be Gilbert or Jay. <laughs> No, no, no. I'm really a giant fan. Oh, good. I'm good. Giant Giants are okay. That starts with a J, doesn't it? Yeah. But, but I root the Northeast. Like, yeah. you know, uh, I'm, I'm a Northeast guy. Yeah. Let me interject. We don't even talk baseball because I know where that's going. So, <laughs> so, so, for obvious reasons, the subject's never baseball. Yeah. yeah. Especially this year. Oh, uh, yeah. We suck. But the Yankees are just the Yankees. Yeah. yeah. But we, we don't have anything to do with that suck. Yeah. And part of <laughs> yeah, we know. How many home runs does, the, does Judge 60. have? 60. 60. Is that the record? or 61. Uh, 61. Roger Maris. Roger Maris. Yeah. So okay. he has one more to tie Roger. And one the, more they're playing, the- aren't they? The Red Sox playing Yankees soon? Yeah, yeah, yeah so actually. This weekend, I, I think. No, I think today they're playing it. Well, they, should, they should just, the Red Sox should just sit down and say, look, we'll lose the next three games. It's going to happen no, no matter no, no, what. No. Hey, Charo, it's, Charo it's retired on the, on the Bruins, so yeah. let's, let's talk it, about It's hockey. interesting because That's coming up. Aaron Judge is in the process of possibly winning the Triple Crown, and the right. only thing keeping him from doing that is Xander Bogarts yeah, and right. the batting average. So I'm interested to see, you know, did the Yankees throw around him or, you know, did the Red Sox pitch to Judge? I mean, you know, there's a lot of pride going there. So I, I wanted to say that, you know, for me this is kind of cool because, um, you know, obviously I tell Robert about the accounts, and this place kind of has been very special to me. I kind of hit it off with Paul. And it means a lot to me. And, you know, telling him, you know, about this event we planned and everything else, you know, he can get excited about it. But until he experiences it, right, it's not the same. And, and I'm here tonight witnessing, you know, the experience he's getting, you know, playing with Frank and meeting you guys. And, and it's very fulfilling to me. Frank is a hell of a musician. Oh, yeah. Yes, Frank's a great musician. Yes, he is. <laughs> very much. Okay, let's do current events. Current events? You ready to go with the current events there, Harvey? Yes, sir. Let her rip, Harvey. Cue him up here. The bar, the the bar is at four. Okay, here we go, folks. Twins, Londoner, New Hampshire. Temporary adjustment of their hours. The only change is Monday's opening time now at 4 p.m. instead of noon. Also, now hiring retail assistants and bartenders. Uh, then we go to uh, Cigar Shenanigans with Conway and Lowson, New Hampshire. Boutique has Cigar Jubilee, October 7th through the 10th. The original cigar and bar in Conway, New Hampshire, as always, buy five cigars, get one free, plus 10% off bar, military, and first responders. Uh, the side patio and front lawn lounge are open, weather permitting. Catch some football on the big screen inside. Oh, there's a tobacco shack where we're at tonight. Rally Mass football is back at the shack, please. If you if you want to have a good time, come over here on the, on the Sunday games. you got a food place up the street. You can bring your own booze. Great people, great cigars. Good way to spend your Saturday afternoon watching the game. Yeah. Okay, the Breakaway Lounge, Denver's Mass. Cigar Night, variety, October 6th at 6 p.m. A benefit for a, a, what's that, a, 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 
Epa, Alepa. A Hepa. A Hepa. A Hepa lands. Opa. Yeah. Opa. Chapter 50 scholarship. That's for the Greeks, isn't it? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, cigar. Uh, $75 per person. Includes food, cigars, and raffle. Tickets on even bright. Event, event right. Okay, then we and go. This to is Vic- that's our friend Costas. Yeah, yep. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay, then we go. Victory Bar Cigar uh, Cigar Worcester Mass. New swag is in. Get them before they're gone. Sunday, October the twenty third. Special charity event. Details to be determined. Uh, Michael Cigar Bar Worcester Mass. Live music Wednesday through Sunday and movie Monday at three p.m. Taco Tuesday every Tuesday at 9 p.m. A buffet style, all you can eat with purchase of any drink or cigar. Free pizza at kickoff of all Patriots games from Jason's Pizza with purchase of any drink or cigar. Okay, Boulevard Grill and Cigar Lounge, Pawtuck in Rhode Island, High Low Jack is returning on Wednesday nights at 7 p.m. starting on October the 5th. Sign up at the bar or call in to save your spot. Uh, Aliba Cigar Dinner, Tuesday, October the 4th, 430, uh, 5.30 p.m. Uh, 5.30 p.m., that's $2 per person, three cigars, two for non-members, and a four-course gourmet meal. Vintage Cigar Lounge and Club, Westerly, Rhode Island. This week's movie was The Sting. This time, that was for you. I threw that Thank you. you. Pat the Pruny just yeah, went no, down was, a point. It was, oh, wait a minute. It was The Sting. Yeah. Wait a minute. We get that. Okay. Okay. Uh, then we're going down to uh, New York City, close to New York City. Uh, <laughs> the Cigar Room, uh, La Jolla Humidor, Fort Lee, New Jersey. Uncle Nearest Whiskey Tasting Thursday, September the 29th, 7.30 to 11.30 p.m. That's $50 per person. Includes two cigars, small bites, and raffle prizes. Then we go down to Tennessee, Smokers Abbey, Nashville, Tennessee, poker every Wednesday at 7 p.m. in the East Nashville location. Uh, Cy Colburn of Dissonant Cigars will be at the Abbey Thursday, September the 29th. From 6 p.m. at the East location. At Sin Coburn. Sin? Sin? Sin. Sin. Okay. That's three. Okay, that's the Sins. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Fuego, in Fuego, Rockwall, Texas. Cigars and coffee every Wednesday at 9 a.m. On October the 1st, it's a cornhole tournament in Murphy, 12 to 4 p.m. Registration is closed. Uh, go and cheer on, uh, on your favorite team. <laughs> Customer Appreciation Golf Tournament Friday, October the 7th, 8 a.m. to 2 p.m. That's $120 per person. Uh, then we go Match Cigar Bar slash Riverside Cigars, Justinville, Indiana, every Thursday night. Come and sip smoke with DJ Stacy Broadway for some Neo Soul and R&B from 9 to midnight. Then we go down to Florida. We're going down to the Cigar Corners, Hayes City, Florida. Uh, Sunday pass every Sunday, 1 to 10 p.m. for football action. R&B Saturday, 9 p.m. to 2 a.m. Poker tournament Friday, October 14th, 7 p.m. First annual Polk County Caribbean American Business Group Expo, Saturday, October 29th, 3 to 6 p.m. Followed by the Halloween costume party. 
9 p.m. to 2 a.m. Oh, that's late hours. Also, yep. on Saturday, October the 29th, Feathers and Furs, Saturday, November the 19th, 7 p.m. to 12 a.m. All Black Thanksgiving weekend, Saturday, November the 26th, 9 p.m. to 2 a.m. Sports co- sport coats and jeans. Saturday, December the 10th, 9 p.m. to 2 a.m. Wow, they got a lot of stuff going so on. So, by the way, this All Black Thanksgiving, I believe, is you dress in black. Yes. Oh, yes. Okay. Otherwise, this little white Jewish boy is coming to visit <laughs> you there. That's what it is. That's what it is. Yeah. Okay, uh, uh, last, uh, last but not least here, folks, we got the Cigar Life Lakeland, Florida, Pauls for Patriots fundraiser. 2022, Saturday, October 8th. Is that the New England Patriots? Boys for Patriots. No, that's soldiers. 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 That's uh, Saturday, October 8th, 5 to 9 p.m. with Southeastern Guide Dog Paws for Patriots at the White Horse venue. Big shout out to Mario. And that is it, folks, for the current events around the country. All right. You guys missed the sarcasm there. Yeah, we certainly did. So, you got any events coming up? Yeah, actually, I'm doing something. Uh, I'm participating in um, a fundraiser. Uh, the Guardian uh, is a law enforcement organization that uh, I am uh, helping to raise funds uh, for the organization that's going to donate money to uh, the Yonkers High School football team. Okay. And uh, they purchase... Uh, my barber poles. Uh, Beautiful. One of three cigars that they're giving out. Uh, I think it's a hundred dollars per ticket. They're including uh, liquor and food and three cigars at uh, the Cigar Warehouse. It's a beautiful uh, cigar lounge in Scarsdale, New York. Yep. I'll be there. And that's Monday, uh, this coming Monday. And I'm looking forward to it. You know? Beautiful. So, nice. Yeah. All right. So now it's time to talk about the cigar. Yep. We're going to rake this, baby. Okay. It's getting down. What do you think? Should we rate it? Well, what do you think of it? Let's do it. Yeah. Oh, we'll just go around. What do you say? We're going to start with Harvey. Oh, he's relighting over there. <clears throat> what do you give it, Harv? Well, I had to lie twice, but I was doing the current events. Well-constructed. Nice draw. Got a unique taste to it. I'm going to give it an 8.75. Nice. Just to add a dick to me. Well, it's definitely a good cigar. Uh, this is not the first time I've smoked this, too. Okay. I've smoked probably one or two of these, and definitely well-constructed, very good taste, very smooth. I noticed the pepper at the very beginning of it, but it evened out as the smoke continued. So have you smoked that size before? You have a different size than the rest um, of I did have a different size. I believe this was the Churchill, if not mistaken. Yes, 50 oh. by 7. It Definitely give it a 8.7. Polly. I've never had this size before. I've had I've had these before, but I really enjoyed this mm-hmm. a lot. And I'm going nine on this. Excellent, excellent. Okay, peaches, the pruner. <laughs> Pat the pruner. This is a very good cigar. I'm really enjoying it. Yeah, it's burning well. No, I hadn't had to fix it at all. It's burning evenly. I'm going to give it, and I like the size. Uh, I'm going to give it a solid nine, also. Beautiful. Mustang Mike. You miss Robert. Yeah, yeah you guys are biased. Vote <laughs> <laughs> at the end. Bring up the numbers. Rick, you're missing my sarcasm. <laughs> <laughs> we need you part of the bell curve at the end. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead, Mustang. All right, I'm going with the nine. I'm joining Excellent. the nine crowd. Excellent. Dave. Okay, so I've not smoked the Lonsdale before, and I've got to say I'm really surprised. It's really good. Thank you. I've had the other one, the like the Toro, or, and it doesn't compare. This is just so different. 
Yeah, this yeah, is, it I'm really, really is. I'm really surprised because it's not what I am used to with a King's Treasure. This is I just love this size, and so nine and a quarter for me because I was so surprised. <laughs> yes, I was in one of the other stores. People were smoking the King's Treasure, and they said it was very mild. I was smoking the uh, Purisol Maduro right before, and I put that down and put this one in my mouth. First thing I tasted was the spice, and I said, wow, this is not a mild cigar. And it is smoking. It's full of flavor. The retrohale on this is absolutely fantastic. I, too, am going to give it a 9.25. I like the stick. Yeah, I like the right. But I, I got to say, the size really does make a difference it, in this cigar. It really does. That's so, what she said. this comes out to a solid nine. Sticker time. Sticker. Sticker time. time. Let me explain to you, Robert, that every single week, the Cigar Hacks rate a cigar. And anything that's pretty much above an eight, eight and a half is a good cigar. Anything that goes from a nine or higher is our best cigars. And it's a very subjective group because three or four of us are mild to medium. And the rest of the group is medium to full-bodied smokers. So you got a you, you right. got multiple pla- uh, palettes with you know, and we're all very diverse. And so this is going to make our list of our best cigars so far. And yeah, I'm very excited. This is a excellent, excellent cigar, and I'm very glad to smoke it. So it's the King's treasure lonsdale lonsdale folks you got to get hold of one of these it is not a mild cigar and man i love that pepper burst at the beginning so if i may interject this will complete all our premium cigars that the hacks have smoked and um i believe they've all been nine or better yeah most of them have so i don't think anything's less been less than a nine and uh, I've told Robert before, and I tell people all the time, you got to trademark the phrase, the best cigar you've never heard of. Because I, I, that's why I went to work with Robert, because I love his cigars so much. Right. Yeah, I'll tell you, on the golf course, you can't beat that Maduro. This is you a good golf course be- cigar, too. You know, a few years ago, Bugsy gave me a Maduro on a golf course. No, I gave you the um, Corojo. I know. And it cracked. And it cracked. However, you gave me another one. Yeah. And I walked over to Bugsy and I said, what the hell is this cigar? It was good. Because yeah, he, he gave it to me pretty good about it, it cracking. Right. And then he, then he gave me a Maduro. And I was just like, oh, my God, this is delicious. So Thank you, you. you got a great stick. Thank you. That's the uh, Christian signature authentic first generation Corojo that a lot of people find very, very pleasant to smoke. And it's different. You know, his Corojo is very unique. And all of my Honduran blends, the uh, the base tobacco is Corojo. Yep. You know, uh, the Maduro, I, I use the San Andres Mexican Maduro. Right. And I find that that combination works very well with his Corojo. Right. And the Barber Pole is a combination of the Corojo and the San Andres. Right. And as we all know, if we, if we don't already, the wrapper really contributes... The majority of the flavor. Some yep. people say up to 60% of the flavor that you taste is coming from the wrapper. But if I was to take this wrapper off and put another wrapper on there, it'll taste completely right. different. We've all smoked, um, and I'm not, you know, a different cigar. We smoked the Aladino by Christian, uh, by uh, Justo Arroyo, Christian's brother. And we've all had all different sizes. And last week, 
we got to taste the vintage selection Lancero, and it got our highest rating that that we, of this, this, this year. That's the cigar. It yeah. got our highest rating, and definitely size matters. Yes, yes. So, for people who don't know, what is Cor- Corojo tobacco? Uh, well, they're different. They're different. Uh, how can I put it? Um, it's a different variety of tobacco, right? Well, no, it's, it's Corojo. I'm pretty certain means red. Like uh, it has like a Corojo. Rojo is red. So, uh, a lot of manufacturers uh, might use that term based on the shade of the wrapper, but. In regards to Christians, Corojo, authentic first-generation Corojo, is a, is a seed that was very popular in Cuba. Uh, and I think it was used to make the SLR Cuban cigars um, back in the days. And uh, the Cubans regarded that as their premier tobacco. But that plant is just a, a, like a five-feet plant. It only gives you five primings. So you really can't get a lot of, of, of tobacco leaf from that plant. And it's very susceptible to infestation, so they stopped using it. I think it was Christian's great-grandfather who was uh, one of the, the uh, farmers to, to that particular uh, tobacco seed, was able to uh, smuggle, I guess, uh, uh, coffee can uh, of those seeds and took it to uh, the Hamastan Valley in Honduras. The Hamastan Valley is a very, very high sought after uh, farm because the soil is has the volcanic soil in it. It's mm-hmm. in the valley and it gives the soil a certain type of uh, potency and, and a, a quality in the tobacco that uh, is unique than other farming uh, uh, right. uh, locations. So it's a type of tobacco, really. That yeah. Well, the origin. yeah. Originally, you know, Corojo originally meant it came from a palm tree, and Corojo had to do with the farm that grew all these palm trees. Right. They were only grown in Cuba. Yes. And so Corojo is linked up with the Cuban name. Yeah. Okay. It's just an outstanding stick. But there are other manufacturers that use sure. the term Corojo. It's not referring to that particular right. seed, you know, uh, because it's unique. So, it's very different. Very very earthy, very full, right. you know, like you can feel that pure, stuff, you know. Pure. Yeah. And it's unique because you can do a Puro uh, blend, and it's very complex. And, right. And that's unusual for uh, tobacco because if you use it, uh, the same tobacco as filler, binder, and wrapper, it becomes almost sort of not right. as complex, but the tobacco leaf embodies at least three different unique qualities in, in itself that makes it uh, interesting, you know? It's kind of spicy. You got a little sweet finish to it. Right. And uh, it has a heavy feel, earthy feel, you know? Like sure. Honduran tobacco to the soil. Okay. okay. Moving on. Local spotlight. Tobacco Shack. We are sitting in the... T- oh, we love this place. This has been the local spotlight a number of times. <laughs> and <laughs> We've done the podcast here a number, a of, number times. of times. This but is my it, first local spotlight. It is, it is just... They, Paul is so... Paul and Russ and Johnny and Roberta are just so welcoming to us. And we always have a great time. And we always, when we do Hackapalooza, we always come here for the first night. And now we're going to put together having Frank here uh, for the first night. It's our reception night for our big event every year. And they come, and all the hacks come from all across the country. Wow. To come to it. 
And it's just a wonderful place. Folks, I've said this every time I do this podcast at this place. You will not find swag, lighters, cutters, humidors, all sorts of different things that have to do with cigars for a cheaper price than they're here at the shack. It's not cheap. Not cheaply made by any means. You have a wonderful Rocky Patel uh, lighter selection that's incredible. This place has come a long way, Paul, from when you started. Yes, it has. You know, from the couple of humidors to it has a nice glassed-in humidor, a good probably 100, 100, 150 facings, plus more now with the outside. And he's got the classic hack number nine sticker. He does. (laughs) It's it's a beautiful thing. Yeah, it's a a nice place to come to. It's, It's right next to the Agawam Diner, which... You know, Agawam Diner is well known, and, right. and uh, you know, it's a great place to come to. It's just dynamite. Don't forget, we also have probably the best group of regulars here, too. Right. right. Well, that's all walks of life. Just yeah. a good bunch here. It's a good crew of people. And I got to add this, the best owner of <laughs> yes. the cigar. Bye, Bye. Paul, Paul and I hit it off. I mean... Everything from the beginning of our relationship, it just was positive. It was fun. It was enjoying, joyful, and um, I, I couldn't appreciate him more. It, you know, it's it, it's nice. He always hugs us when we come in, and just very warm and welcome. And he introduced that addictomy to us, who's a wonderful, <laughs> wonderful person. I make a lot of fun of you, Mike, but the truth of the matter is, you're a wonderful man. So, Mike, hey, Mike. I can take the jokes. Yes. Mike, I get it too. So don't worry about it. Not, not. Like I Mike, not Dude, we didn't name you out of dignity, and he's actually a big tough guy. So hey, so what's with the football uh, schedule here? Having well, open? yeah, well, Russ will be here for every game. Uh, yeah, he's committed to it, so all, he'll be all here. The Pats and games. It's, it, it's it's all him, hundred yeah. percent. I I haven't done any of it except for give him the poster. So yep. we'll give him the credit for it. He's he's doing uh-huh. it. So so all Beautiful. the Patriots games here. Every Patriots game he'll be here. Even yeah. night games. Every Patriots game, he'll be here. Yep. Wow. Yeah. So you get a few late nights for the Yeah, yeah. Yep. Monday night, it, Thursday it, night football. There's this if he's of, out traveling the world, wherever he does, I'll have somebody else. MJ. You know, come, MJ will be here, whoever. Right. I'll come myself if yep. I have to. But, it's a uh, it's beautiful been, thing. I have to admit, I haven't been here too much this summer. I've been tied up on a home improvement project. We've had a terrific summer. We but it, had, but it as says, Christmas goes, it's been great. But it says so. a lot. It says a lot when Rocky Patel drives up in a limousine <laughs> and stops off at the place he works to find wow. him. Wow. Yeah, so, that, was, uh, that was different. Come to the shack, folks. It's a great place. Yes, indeed. Okay, so it's time for Controversy Corner. And that's why we have this music here. Something new every week. So last week I talked about the idea of uh, what they were doing, you know, moving us forward with the money system and uh, how they're trying to combine the three countries. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Uh, In that same vein, um, I just want to point out a controversy that's been going on forever, and that is uh, the, they used to call it global warming, and now it's just called climate change. (laughs) And uh, we'll notice that it's actually getting colder versus warmer. But uh, what the big boys are up to is they're trying to use this climate change to lock us down again. So just be aware, after the lockdown we went through with the the whole vid, 
Um, they're trying to work up a new one and use climate change against us to lock us down. And it's all about them controlling us. So just want everyone to be aware. So if you're aware, you can fight it. I think that, uh, you know, some people are saying we're going into, you know, more of a cold trend than a warm trend. Yeah. And, uh, it doesn't fit the narrative, right? So exactly. You change the narrative, right? Exactly. However, however, the last three to four years, we've had relatively, other than a, a couple of weeks of frigid weather, we've had mild winters. We're due it's, for a doozy. Well, it's not just due for it. The weather just changes the way it goes. It's, right. We don't we don't affect it as much as everybody wants to, you know, blame it on man affecting the climate. Right. Because the climate changes over hundreds of years all the time. Right. Sure. I'm just more nervous with them using the climate change to try to lock us down and right. to try to imprison us all. Right. And well, just if we're all aware of this, I'm just making everybody aware what the and it's not even um, a political party. It's the big boys. Uh, my my the ones. It's the World Economic Forum. Yep. Okay. And they're the bad people of the world. Yep. And they're not elected. Nobody nobody voted them in. They just developed out of nowhere, and they came in and tried to control everything. And they're trying to control the whole world. And so just be aware. Well, it's through uh, the and regulations just, and stuff. You see that, I mean, they're regulating fossil fuels, They're right, you know, and they're pushing all these renewable energy things, but, you know, you see what's going on. They're not always the best for the environment. I mean, Well, it's worse than that, okay? When you do the actual numbers for wind or solar, if you factor in the cost of developing from the very beginning, if you take the cost of putting together solar panels or wind panels, they never pay for themselves. Yeah. They, they don't work if there's not a federal subsidy. And, and they come so from China, too. And, and not just that. They're pushing this on us, but they're really going to just ruin us because um, they're shutting down a lot of the drilling for oil. And once we have a shortage in energy like we're seeing in Europe right now, um, they're just really trying to lock everyone down. And that's what's coming about in Europe. The cost of uh, a business is going up so high that there's some businesses in Germany that are shutting down right now because the energy costs are too high for them to make a living. Well, in California, you know, they want people to use electric vehicles, but yet they don't have enough electricity on the grid to charge these vehicles. At the end of the day, you think that they're making a mistake, but they're not. They're purposefully doing this so they could make everything not work for us so they can lock us down. Yes. And that's what their, yeah. their end result is. So that's when we got to stand up and fight it. Yeah. You know, that's, if you understand what their, their, um, motive. their motive is, exactly, and their methods, then at least we can fight it. Yeah. And we're scratching our head thinking they're making a mistake, and they're just sitting back there going, this is working perfect. Mm-hmm. So I'm just trying to enlighten everyone to know. That's my view today. I just want to, you know, let everybody know that, this is happening out there, and the more we can spread it out into the world, if everybody's aware of it happening, they can't take us. They can't do it to us. I'll leave it at that. Okay. Any comments? Amen. No. There Amen. Go. There you go. All right. Thank you. Bing, bing. Was that? That was, I think, the shortest controversy corner that I've heard on the podcast. Not that it's a bad thing, but it was was very to the point. We needed a short one. We had gone a little long in some of our segments, so sometimes we have to shorten it up. No, I'm not. I'm just making a a noticing. I'm a very observant person. Okay, it's time to uh, 
recap the cigar here. Listen, Mr. Observant, your fly is down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, he looked too. <laughs> yeah, look. Yeah, shoes untied. Yeah, mm-hmm. your socks untied. Yeah, there you go. So I finished my Lonsdale. It was awesome. Yeah. And I switched to the Maduro box press. This this one. I really like this one too. Oh, let me let me just uh, make a note. It's uh, the King's Treasures made in, in the Dominican Republic. I wanted a blend, premium blend that's Dominican origin uh-huh. with the Connecticut shade. But I, you know, I have most of my premium uh, blends are from Honduras by way of Christian Eros, uh right. tobacco and his production. Uh, the King's Treasure is a Dominican-made cigar made by the uh, Jose Dominguez yep. uh, family. Yep. And Junior, Jose, the father's son, is like a partner of mine in regards to all my Dominican products. But I have other lines in from Dominican Republic bundles that, that does very well. So I try to produce and offer a variety of different uh, blends for different preferences, Good. different palettes, also different price points. I don't want anyone... Uh, that might have a fixed budget to be left out. And so I, I, we're producing some quality, inexpensive cigars uh, out of the Dominican Republic as well. Is, is Pure Soul only in the United States? Yes. Okay. Yes. It hasn't made the European market? Not yet. Okay. Not yet. So I saw If the supply is, is sufficient enough, then obviously, yeah, you know, but it's, mm-hmm. it's you know, the supply and demand, it's... it's the, the demand is greater than the supply, right? Uh, so you know that's not that's in the future, but uh, for right now, I, I you know I'm still suffering with some back order issues. No Just problem. Like we Christian, know both yeah. Christian and Jose. No problem. We'll right. call them. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I saw Jose last week. Junior? He was at yeah, Junior. Okay. He was at the uh, cigar. Um, oh yeah, dinner. The, yes, the, yes, two guys, two guys, thirty seventh yeah. anniversary yeah. dinner. He's a, so he's, a, he's a great guy. The fan so, Jose yeah. Dominguez yeah, yeah, is yeah. great. So Jose was on our show. Couple of years ago, okay, and it's one of my most favorite shows. Of it was hysterical. We, we laughed the whole such time. Such a blast! Yeah. And so every time we see him, it's like, hey, what's happening? You know, great family, yeah. very down to earth. Uh, you know, uh, very generous. Um, and I, I just love. I've been blessed to have these types of relationships. Right. Yeah, sure, I couldn't have done it without that. You know. Yeah. Yeah, so Jose's great. Uh, Aroa's the super. Justo's a good friend of ours. Absolutely. We did it. We had him on the show last week. And the father, Julio, is a sweetheart. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, I love him. He's, he's I've not met him people. yet. Oh, he's uh, a tobacco uh, scientist. Yeah. yeah. He's always, you know, pushing the mark and, and growing different types of tobacco. I mean, uh, he got a great Honduran Cameroon yeah. that he's been working on for like seven, eight years mm-hmm. and finally got it to, to the point where uh, it's so delicious. I mean, just as tasteful as the original authentic Cameroon. Sure. And that's that's not an easy task to, yeah. to do it in another country and still have that same yeah. quality. Yeah. It's an awful small world here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny. I didn't know that you were in with, with these guys. Oh, they're all friends yeah. of the, the show. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. great. Yeah. It's great. Okay. All right. So what do you say, Ricky? Recap this, time. This has been a wonderful... I am still smoking this. This is delicious. I am really, really enjoying this. Uh, I'm going to smoke it down to the nub. Yeah. Avi, what do you say? Well, I'm a slow smoker, as everybody knows, and I still got a lot left. I'm just back. I'm just sitting back and enjoying this cigar. I really like it. Uh, excellent cigar. I'm going to purchase some. 
Well, I already did, but I'm going to purchase some more. <laughs> I think they're all out here today because everybody bought uh, us. Well, I'm, I'm quite sure Paul will take care of me if yeah. I give him a call. Yeah. <laughs> I'll get some more. I'll get some more. Pat? Yeah, I'm enjoying it. I am feeling really relaxed, and uh, I'm really enjoying it. Yeah. Mike? I'm definitely still working on the treach yell here, but yeah, this is yeah. definitely a good smoke. Definitely. Paul, you seem to have finished yours. Yeah, I finished mine, but I enjoyed it. It's good. Yeah. Oh, yes, Mike. All good in this corner. All good, yeah. Be careful with that band, Mike. Yeah. Yeah, we'll smoke it down a little bit more and then pull it off. Okay. <laughs> all good, yeah. I, yeah, I was really surprised with the, the Lonsdale size. Thank it's, you. It's great. So I like a Lancero. I'm a Lancero guy because I like the wrapper flavor. Right. right. To be prominent. Yeah. So the Lonsdale is very close to that. Yeah. And so that's probably why... I could tell the, the difference there because I like a small ring gauge. And if you smoke that first, if, if you made that your first cigar of the day, you really taste it a little better. Mm-hmm. Bugsy. Yes. My last question. This is a tough one. Uh-oh. Of all the cigars, what's your favorite? Your favorite? In the, in the uh, Purisol line? Yep. It's, it's definitely the Maduro. The box press? You know something? I'm, I'm going between the Toro in the box in the 50 by 5 box press I, I never really was a box press fan till i started smoking you know working for robert and you know a few of our blends are box press and uh boy i'm really a big fan though i love the box press yeah that's a great stick my favorite cigar the next one. It's the next one. <laughs> there we go. It's kind of like Jose Blanco, you know, does his little seminar and he asks everyone what the best cigar is. And yes. his answer is the one in your hand. Yep. And I'll, I'll never forget that. It's like he's a great guy and it, it's pretty cool. Very cool. Okay, time to wrap this up because Robert's got a long drive. Yeah. Back yes. to New York. Back to New York. Okay. I'm glad it stopped raining, I think. Yeah, it stopped. Oh, yeah. The sun was out and everything there for a little while. But it's dark now. Hey, that theme song, I like that, man. You like that? (laughs) That's nice, man. Need some saxophone, though. We could add that. We could add that. We can add it. I keep it playing. (laughs) Oh, this is great. Can you record this? Oh, we got to record this. Oh, he's going to play with He's going to play. This will be okay. awesome. Right. So let's start uh, running everyone out here. So Nurse Rick, right here. Yes. This town needs an enema. Enema boy, can't wait for this. This is going to be great. This will be good. He's going to play us. Folks, he's going to play us. All right, Reverend Jave. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Okay, folks, I hope you enjoyed the episode. It'll be on Monday. Uh, hope everybody has a good week. And like I always say, God bless each and every one of you. Be safe, be well. Okay, Big Mike had a dick to me. Looked at my kingdom, I was finally there. To sit on my throne after Prince of Bel Air. Thank you, Hacks, again. Thank you, Robert, for coming to the shack. Yeah, I want to thank you guys for having us. Uh, You know, having Robert up here, I've told him about the podcast and everything, and you can tell people how good it is, but until they see it and they're part of it, it's two different things. And um, I just appreciate you giving us a chance to be on. This is awesome.
<laughs> Alright, we got Polly to fix a. Hey guys, thanks one more time for coming out here. I really appreciate it. Robert, come back and visit us, man. Absolutely. Excellent. You better. You better. I'll be back. Okay. I, I really appreciate it. You, you, you'll be part of the circuit when I come back next time. Thank yes. you. Thank you, Bugs. Thanks as usual. Oh, thank you very Every much time. for everything. And uh, be careful because uh, I, I'd be careful about he and Frank um, maybe getting a gig together. and <laughs> That would be awesome. And yeah. I want to thank Frank wherever he is. He's over there. So yep. we thank Frank. You thank, thank you. Thank <laughs> you. Right. Pat Pruna. Yeah, just enjoying myself uh, After that massage today And two cigars and a couple beers I'm ready for bed You okay to drive home? Oh yeah, I'm right. fine right. Mustang Mike Oops, I lost the period Mustang Another night fighting the bad people of the world. Let's keep doing it. <laughs> that's it. That's it. Okay, Bugsy. Well, I've already, you know, said what I think about you guys, and I love you guys. Appreciate the opportunity. You know, I almost feel like, like Robert's like, you know, my new girlfriend, and I'm introducing him to all my friends. Because <laughs> it's like, I, I think so much of the guy, and I, I just love him. And, and for me to share him with you guys, so you guys can see how unbelievable a person he is. incredible. It mean, means a lot to me. Thank you for having us. Okay, Robert, you can play yourself out. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> That's awesome. Excellent. Thank you for being on the show. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. I love the cigar hacks. I love Paulie. I love the tobacco sack. Thank you. Down to earth people. That's my kind of people. So thanks for having me. And, thank and you. God bless everybody here. And I wish everyone health, success, and happiness. Thank you. Thank you to you, sir. Thank you, Robert. Right. This is the Humble Announcer, producer Scott Hack Day. Thanks to the listeners, you made it through another one. Our social media tag Skyhacks all over the usual channels: Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, our website Skyhacks.com. Send and us, Facebook. There you go. Send us an email: Skyhacks at Skyhacks.com, just like Timothy in Virginia. Okay. See you next time in Skyhacks. Remember, we're just a bunch of hacks smoking really good cigars yeah. <laughs> and uh, talking, etc. I've been spoiled the past five weeks. <laughs>